Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Loretta McNary Live presents Take and Control Tuesdays, Take Charge, better known as TCT. And my co-host, the fabulous Audrey Meisner, will be joining us shortly. So just so excited about today. And our topic is one that I hear people say, uh, well, they always comment that I'm stuck or I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm procrastinating more than normal. What can I do to get unstuck? I need to be recharged. It's like my momentum has left and there's so much going on that I can't do what I want to do because i got to do what I need to do. So hopefully through our conversations today, you will get the answers to those questions. So we're going to go ahead and welcome our co-host, Ms. Audrey Meisner, into Loretta McNary Live. Hi, Audrey. Okay, she's going to come in in just a moment. I may be having some technical difficulties again. Okay, everybody pray for Loretta McNary to get a new laptop because <laughs> I am just, oh, this, okay. It's okay. It's okay. Things happen. I'm not stuck. <laughs> I'm not stuck. <laughs> and I don't really need recharging. I did have a moment about a month ago, though, that I did need recharging, so Hopefully, um, I will have my computer working correctly, and and then we'll bring Audrey in. So I'm, I'm having a little difficulty here. So anyway, like I told you, our topic today is how to get unstuck and get recharged. We all have probably experienced that, and of course, you know, TCT is a women's empowerment, think tank, and girl talk kind of show, but guys are more than welcome to listen and call in, give us some feedback. We appreciate those calls, and the phone lines will be available for anyone who wants to call in and share in our conversation or to make a comment. So phone number 347 So just hold on for me a moment, and I will be right back in just a moment. Okay, Audrey, are you there? Hello, Audrey, are you there? Okay, I can see her on the board. I am 
going to see if I can get her. Marjorie, are you there? Hi. Yeah. Hello, I'm here. Can you hear All me? All right. <laughs> Woo! Okay. I was listening going, I'm here, Loretta. Just, I don't know, push a button or something. I promise I'm here. <laughs> I can anyway, hear you on sweetie, the board, I... but I was not able to engage the button. I can hear you over there now. Then I'm here, Loretta. You might want hey, to press the button. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this topic is worth waiting for, let me tell you, to the listeners, because I'm excited extremely passionate about what we're talking about today because I think so many of us have been in exactly this spot you're talking about, about being stuck. And, um, boy, if we can get some practical, I have just really studied this for my own life and really taught it with others. And the first step to being unstuck, Loretta, is that the the concept is we can't change what we don't notice. And I think what happens... I think that we have, as humans, as as Jesus girls, we have just amazing advances and so many things in life, but we have not given attention to understanding our inner world. You know, we have so much knowledge about, so much rich understanding, but we have to understand what motivates us, and especially today we're talking about is what stands in our way, you know, or else we're not going to be equipped to take on what God has for us. And I think so many of us get robbed of our lives because we're not really taking into account what's important to God, what his priorities are, and how we can get unstuck. So, yeah, I have a whole lot I can talk about today. <laughs> this is passion for me, girl, passion, because I just have yes, so much love I'm for so people. I'm so excited about that, and me too, because mm-hmm. I always try to think of things that I've talked about or I've suffered with or had problems mm-hmm. with, and then my friends or I read about something, and, and that seems to be huge, especially for women, because we sometimes we don't even realize we're stuck. We just go right. through our, we just have this robotic kind of life where we just get up in the morning, get the kids off to school, go to school, <laughs> come home, you know, pick up the kids. It's the same old thing every day. You get stuck in yeah. that routine. So it's mm-hmm. so many things that causes us to get stuck and it's different for everybody. And then at the same time, it's so um, the same. It's, you, yes. you get them, you get I stuck. think we're all similar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that awareness as I said, that noticing that awareness is the key to understanding our lives in a deeper way. And you know what? I'm just going to get personal to tell you just in the last few weeks, what happened was is that I was just living with pain um, in my joints and in my, I mean, I struggled with arthritis several years ago and all of a sudden it was Christmas time and I couldn't walk and my ankles were swollen and I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And, mm. um, and because of just, um, you know, really being aware of spiritual reasons for things, and I just immediately went, oh, my gosh, am I bitter towards somebody? Do I have unforgiveness? Like, why is this such a big deal? Because I want to deal with it because I don't want to live a life being crippled and not enjoying my children, right, and grandchildren. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I called one of my um, mentors who I highly respect, and he immediately said, Audrey, first of all, get out of self-judgment. I think that, you know, that's the first thing I – what did I do wrong? How did I do to deserve this? You know what I mean? <laughs> or do I do uh-huh. I deserve this? You know, what did I do to cause this? And he said, um, he said, really pray and go to your inner heart. Like, go to a quiet place. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. And I think that we often, when some pain um, strikes us, we freak out and just want to, you know, get everyone's opinion. But God has an opinion, you know. And so I... Um, I at that point I uh found out that he suggested to check whether my body was alkaline or acidic because in an acidic mm-hmm. I have you talked a lot about pH 
um, no, we have but I've had some people who've been trying to get my ear to talk about, you know, um, being some kind of alkaline water or something you can drink to help with it. Right. And how? Just in, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what it was. Is and you see, when your body becomes acidic, you just can become a cesspool for disease and sickness and everything else. And and emo, um, negative emotions can make your body acidic, like bitterness, unforgiveness, carrying hatred, and all those things can actually affect the acidic level of your body. But a lot for me, it was not my emotions as much as what I was eating and drinking. And so mm. I just had to, yeah. And so I, he, my mentor suggested that I go on an all-out um, detox of my body of this acid and build up my alkaline level. And, you know, Loretta, within three weeks, I was completely pain-free. And that was three years ago. And then, um, but I had to give up Ooh. some stuff I love, to be totally honest. I had to give up some stuff I love eating and drinking, especially my iced tea. I love drinking iced tea. I'm a total tea person. So, uh <laughs> So three weeks ago, Loretta, I I start feeling all my joints, like they're starting. I'm noticing. You see, sometimes I think that we live with pain. That's where I want to get back to this awareness thing. I think that we live with pain just thinking, well, that's the way it's going to be. We adapt to circumstances so fast. It's like we just keep going past it. We get pain. We get knocked down. We um, things get cluttered in the house. We start moving around that, and you have more clutter than, you know, clutter <laughs> in your ho- home and car and where you work. And then you just, by that time, it has really hit a level that's really unhealthy mentally, physically, <laughs> and spiritually. So exactly. we're going to talk about that. Yes. I'm so glad we're on the same page because um, so what I did a few weeks ago is I knew exactly what I needed to do, but I didn't want to do it. And I think that's the other thing is that we have a capacity, an infinite capacity for self-deception. I think that we uh-huh. get skilled at denial because it helps us to avoid the discomfort for the short term, but it takes a toll for us on the long term. And it does. So, and it's a pay oh, yeah, me now, pay me later kind of thing. You gotta exactly. confront it. You gotta take exactly. care of it initially. So three yeah, weeks ago, it's not going no. And so this joint pain was getting worse, and I I was denying it for a while, and then I finally just took the bull by the horn, so to speak, and I said, that's it, I'm going to face this head on, and I know exactly what I have to do, I have to alkalize my body, and what I had been doing was I had been, um, I'm just I'm just confessing all, just because that's what I do, but it, at Costco, <laughs> you're so transparent, just like me, I just tell it all, oh my god, it's your day to tell it all, okay, good, <laughs> well, you see, several months ago, I discovered something at Costco, and they were called Little Blue Sleeping Pills. And they were awesome because if I took half of one of these pills, there's only eight bucks for a whole year's worth. Like I'm talking, this is a cheap thrill. And you know, I started to be awake a lot in the night, and I'm very, I'm over energized. My mind is very alive and overstimulated, so I get awake in the night. No way. Yeah. (laughs) So I started taking half. This is my secret life. I'm taking half of a little blue pill before I go to bed every night, and I am just loving this. I sleep for eight hours. You know. No problem. Bob can turn Mm -hmm. around in bed all night, snore, do whatever, you know, and I don't know it's a thing. I mean, I am sleeping all the way through. But (laughs) I just knew in my heart, Loretta, that it was a bad habit. Like, I'm not calling it sin. I'm not calling it sin. 
I'm not saying, I'm not condemning anyone who does it. There's seasons in life where we have to do what we got to do. And I did that for when I had to do it, but I knew it was time to be done, you know? And I was, mm-hmm. and then fear, fear came in. Okay, now am I going to be able to sleep through the night? And so what I did three weeks ago when the pain came back, I thought, I know that those chemicals are making my body acidic. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. right back on to the tea and the Splenda. I love the tea and the Splenda. Bring it on all day long. Like, honestly, I have a big cup of iced tea and Splenda all day long. Like, it's a problem. And because I, I don't even drink water. I mean, I don't even drink water. I wake up and get the tea going, you know? So I think oh, between wow. the sleeping pills and the tea and the Splenda, I was really damaging my body, and I could have continued to live that lifestyle, and I could have continued to live in the pain. But because I'd had experience in what happens when we make a change, I was motivated. And so I went ahead and did the alkaline detox, and then three weeks later, I have not drank any. I went cold turkey. I'm an extremist. Oh, wow. I'm such an extremist. Are you an extremist, Loretta, too? Yeah, two things. Go and stop. So yes, I can understand because yes. I'm like that too. And my little blue pill <laughs> for sleeping is a um, sleeping pill. Uh, well, first it was a Tylenol PM because I'm like you. My mind never shuts <laughs> down. I'm always thinking. I always come up with ideas. It's like I can't sleep good at all. And so I what helped me, but I, I don't do it as often as I should, and that's exercise. So I'm sure a lot of people, men and women, oh. probably can relate to this story, but there's no way that your body should require a little blue pill to help you sleep every night. <laughs> You've got to find something else. And I'm so glad we're saying, you know, because a little blue pill could be a ton of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who are tuning in a little late in this conversation, we are talking about a sleeping pill. And it's not a cold word <laughs> for anything oh but other God. little pill. I'm single, so it's certainly not a cold word for me, okay? So I just want to give that clear. <laughs> I'm talking about a sleeping pill, a Tylenol PM yeah. or a Walmart sleeping yeah. pill. They, they're a little blue gel things that help you sleep. So oh, we both agree I've, I've that. Been on a drama I've been on a Dramamine kick before, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's just spilling it all, Dramamine. Okay, is that like a sleeping thing, though? It's a travel sickness thing, but it really puts me to oh, sleep. Oh, a travel sickness. Okay. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And you travel a lot, so no I wonder do. your body was acidic. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So people yes. don't understand that it's like pills always solve one problem and cause another one. I promise you, every single pill out there, I believe, solve one problem, cause one or two other problems. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it. But you yes. got what you got to do. you got to take them yes. until something else better happens for you. I'm not telling people not yes. to take your pills. Please take your medicine. Please, please, please. Take your medicine. But for me, things, Mm -hmm. yeah, like a sleeping pill, I don't need to take that every night. So I do wean myself off, and I do better, and I was having, my hands were swelling. That was my sign that I was taking too much. It's probably acidic if I um, were to take a little test. Yes, yes, and you can just get the pH strips at any health food store, and you can check your alkaline level and check your acidic level. And um, and I went cold turkey, and I had headaches because I went off that caffeine of the tea, mm-hmm. and I went off the sugar, the, the Splenda. Yeah, and I actually did a 10-day fast completely just drinking green juice and lemon, lemons, natural lemonade with um, agave juice. So that's the way to alkalize your body is just to do a salt cleanse in the morning, and I don't know if you want to talk about that, but that's crazy. A salt cleanse in the morning and then tea and green, you know, just a good 
green powder drink or juice yourself, but I just did this juice thing for 10 days, and I feel fantastic. I really do, and I'm just so thankful that I just decided to notice and take the bull by the hand. And the reason I'm saying this is just to help encourage those that are listening that may be doing things in their life that are causing acid to levels in their body, whether that is the emotions, you know, the the, the bitterness or the the rage or the anger or whatever well, that is, or maybe it's the eating in the world. Oh, my gosh. Effect. You are so we could spend two or three shows on worrying a lot, oh, I'm sure. God. And that's Let's what most it. people Let's are guilty it. of. And, you know, worrying yes. is a sin. Mm-hmm. We are told not to. It says don't. Don't yeah. worry. Pray about everything. Yeah. Be thankful, but don't worry about anything. So yeah. um, I wanted to talk about fake energy and real energy versus But before fake you go to, fake... I have a question. You said okay. something about a salt um, detox or a salt <laughs> something. Is that like really Do you want to go there? plain salt? No, I, this is amazing, Loretta. This is incredible. It's like a natural way to completely cleanse your colon and your intestines. And so what you do is on an empty stomach, so first thing in the morning. Okay, let's, you, let's do our disclaimer, right? We are not oh, yeah. medical professionals. We are <laughs> oh, just gosh, simply sharing no. information with you that has worked for us. Do not try this stuff at home, okay, without you might the approval try of your doctor. One. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now we can go on and share because I'm going to try it. I know I am. Okay, just wait. This is tomorrow for you, Loretta. This is what you're going to do tomorrow morning. Are you ready? You're going to wake ready. up in the morning on an empty stomach, and then okay. you get some. You warm up some water to the point of like drinking hot tea. So just like not too hot, but hot enough that it, you know, it's warm, warm water. And um, but yeah. you can still drink it. Okay, so just at that nice temperature, and you get four cups, which is right about one quart. And you put it into a big mixing bowl, one quarter. I put it into my big glass measuring. And then I put in one tablespoon of sea salt. It has to be sea salt. Okay. And I dissolve it in the in the one quart of water or the four cups of water. Or maybe it's eight. Yeah, it's four cups of water. And then um, it tastes disgusting. I'm going to tell you right now. But just go to a quiet place and just drink that entire quart of salt water and what i do my little tip that helps me to drink it loretta is i just pretend uh-huh. that it's just really really bad soup <laughs> i just pretend it's really bad soup and i just and i try and think of something else and i get, I get this down and now you now the other very important here you can't do anything for about an hour or hour and a half like you can't leave the home because what's okay. going to happen is you you know what's going to happen. What I seriously, we got to get back. I can't be here next week, but in two weeks, I got to hear people's stories of what happened because in the next hour and a half, your intestines completely clear out. It's just amazing. I was going to say it's beautiful because it feels so clean after you've done that yeah. ten days in a row. You just are cleaning out your intestines and your colon. It's like a natural way to have an enema. Because all of that water does not go through your digestive system. It just flushes out. It just flushes everything out of you. um, I don't know how it works. I don't know. As you say, we are not doctors. Disclaimer, 100% disclaimer. But I'm just saying that um, it's just the most simple, It has worked for you and it has worked for many, countless other people. Because I've heard other people say that, too. Okay, so good. We got that out of the way. We took an exit. (laughs) You know, when we travel, we always take an exit. And our life is about traveling from becoming, from going. Going from good to great and to better and, you know, from being unstuck and 
<laughs> you will not walk. You will not walk. You will I not. can hear the you emails now. I can just read the emails. And, oh, my goodness, and the Facebook messages that I'm going to receive from everybody. We'll all be moving together back and forth. We're moving together. Okay. So It'll be a new shuffle. We're going to create a new experience. dance. It'll be the Loretta and Audrey, the L&A shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Loretta, on that, I'm glad you mentioned that exercise, and that is so true. We've all done it, but this is just motivating the girl, everyone listening, to just do it. And the other thing is stretching. I'll tell you, yes. just even – even when you wake up easy, it feels like almost to me, it feels, I love massages. That's my favorite love language. If I'm going to spend extra money, I don't even buy new clothes. I go for a massage because that just, I just love it. But when I yeah. stretch, like good stretching, like use, I have an app on my phone that is a yoga studio app, and I just love how she just walks us through these slow breathing and stretching, and it feels like a self-massage. It really mm-hmm. does. And it just stimulates the blood to go into places where it's been stagnant and where it's been dormant. And I just believe that this is real energy, just letting our bodies move the way that they were meant to move. Absolutely. I agree. And yoga is not, you know, these poses and poses and then these chanting. It is so much no. more. You know, it is the deep breathing. It is the stretches that, you know, get your blood to moving where it should be and getting those um limbs moving and also mm-hmm. organs in your body because they shift over periods of yep. time from inactivity. Mm-hmm. So stretching helps them to get back to their um, normal placement within your body. Mm-hmm. So and you did you notice you I said, stretch. exactly, and did you notice I said playing and laughing? I think that we are way too serious in our world, and I think we watch yes. way too much simulated television and stuff that we think is going to be entertaining and make us feel energized. But I think that if we would bring out the board games and the card games and laugh with our friends and get back to that old-fashioned just being together, that is Mm -hmm. true energy. Our friends came over on Sunday night, and for just one hour, you know, six of us just sat and played cards and laughed our heads off. And then one hour, I felt so energized. By just finding somebody, and it doesn't have to be cards or or board games. That just happens to be what I love. Find something that you love doing with someone, like the hiking, the the biking, the, I don't know, what else? What do you like doing, Loretta? What what kind of things do you like doing with friends? Oh, I'm I'm so open. And I'm a, I'm a kid at heart. My boys are even tell, you know, Mama, what are you, two? You know, I'm like, because I want to play with them. I just love you them do? so much. Okay. We always have a good time. We I laugh. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I used to tell them that when I was when I was home when they were home when they were little and I said, Go play hide and seek and I would never go find them half the time. But <laughs> you are so bad. I love them oh, you can... No, I'm just kidding. But oh, I my God. Doing, like, like when I travel I want to say name that song or guess that song or yeah. what kind of car is that? Something that stimulates my mind mm-hmm. and you know, keeps me laughing because I, I don't know the name of songs at all. <laughs> I know words of songs but I can't tell you who sings it and what's the title. And so that's fun for me. I love to laugh. I I probably giggle more than any average teenage girl. I promise you. I always giggle. And you know what? To me, that's a true sign that you're walking in the rest of the Lord. Because when I'm truly just able to be silly and fun and playful in my relationships, 
I, I think that's when I'm just in a good place of rest with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I have a great hide-and-go-seek story as an adult. Oh, my gosh, I have to take the second to tell it. We were adults, and, well, we were adults. <laughs> Listen to me. We really <laughs> were, time, I promise. Once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, once upon a time when I was an adult. Anyway, Bob's mom, Bob's mom, my brothers and sisters, my two brothers were there and their wives, and we all decided to play hide-and-go-seek, and my mom-in-law was there, and, and we were playing hardcore hide-and-go-seek. I mean, the kind where, did I tell you the story already? I feel like I no, told you the story. No, you haven't. Okay. okay, because um, what happened was we were playing hardcore hide-and-go-seek, like adult hide-and-go-seek, so we turned off all the lights, and we all my, we were living in this really old house, and it was in the middle of winter in Canada. My My brother actually took a sleeping bag and went up through a window onto the roof. I mean, we're talking serious hide-and-go-seek, and my <laughs> mother-in-law, <laughs> like, scare the wits out of you when you find you, you know, that kind of hide-and-go-seek, and my my mom-in-law decided to go into the laundry closet, but it was big, she said, could you pull out the very bottom, pull out all these comforters, and I'll squeeze in there, she said, put the comforters back, and then shut the door, I said, are you sure, like, that's intense, like being stuck. You want to talk about stuck, right, Loretta? Yeah. Like she, can you picture this? She's in a laundry closet with the comforters in front of her and the doors latched shut. Mm-hmm. So we were playing hide and go seek, and and it was about an hour, probably an hour later. We were having dessert and coffee, and just laughing about our game, and somebody said, "Audrey, where's your mother-in-law?" Oh. We forgot to find her, Loretta. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Does he speak to you this day? Because I'm having to breathe deeply just because I'm claustrophobic. So just to hear that she was oh, in no, a closet. Oh, no, this is not a good story. This is not a fun story. No. Oh, so we went up and got her, and she was totally fine. And she goes, did I win? And I went, oh, yeah, you totally win. <laughs> did I win? Are you still breathing is you the question. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you. Yeah, but that's my – want to talk about being unstuck, unfound. But anyway, there's my – hide-and-go-seek story, but just back to playing and laughing and having fun, and I'm sure this is stimulating individual, personal things that people love to do. Just us talking like this, I believe, will stimulate people's minds. But um, Oh, yeah, because it, it gives you away for a moment, and, you know, you, we're saying that as a joke, and it was fun, and it made you laugh, but that's really how, physically, how being stuck feels. It feels like you got comforters in front of you, yeah. and then the door is yeah. blessed, because you feel like you can't <sighs> even take another breath sometimes. And that's oh. really at a danger level. So I need people to understand, yeah, we're laughing and we're joking and we're talking about something serious because you have to always find something to laugh about, find mm-hmm. something to take away the pain of um, whatever you're experiencing, whether it's a loss of a job or a marriage or, you know, a loved one or you just worrying about a lot of stuff in your mind, you've got to get away. You've got to step yes. away from it for a moment. Because and it can, can I be spiritualize? so and it'll put you so low that it will be very, very difficult to get back up. So true. And I want to go ahead, since you decide to spiritualize the hide and go seek story, I'm going to too. Because <laughs> it's true, we are we do feel that stuck. But you know, let's pay attention to the words she said when she came out. Did I win? And I think that we let ourselves stay stay stuck 
for the for the sake of do I win? And I think that it goes back to being right. We give up so much to be right and to win mm-hmm. that we're giving up enjoying the quality of life and relationships mm-hmm. because we're driven to win. We're driven to be right. And it's keeping us stuck. And I just, wow, I never thought of that, but it's it's just so true. That we give yeah, up and, and so we much have the thing what we want people right to think we're okay, in. that we are yeah. okay all the time because we feel like we win. I'm aware right. if they don't know how how hard and difficult it is yeah. for me to even, you know, face the day. I'm a winner if they think that my family is always okay and my kids are the best and mm-hmm. perfect kids. I'm a yeah. winner if they think, you know, and so that's a lot of pressure on a person. Mm-hmm. That's just not worth it. And so no. I'm glad we're having this conversation because yes, that's me being too. stuck. And a lot of people don't yep. understand that they're stuck. That's the sad they're part. They're driven. Yeah, they're stuck in the drive. They're in drive, they're in overdrive, and they and and they can't stop. And it, and and we can get into the whole physically into our adrenalines, where our adrenal glands are working so hard just to keep us at our driven state. And we are stuck mm-hmm. there. It's like a car being stuck in drive. And the brakes aren't working, you know? And Wow, just, and the accelerator is pushed down to the floor. Yeah. There's and no stuff. control. You think it's controlled. It's controlled chaos. That's what it is. Yeah. And so that's some right. of the ways um we spend a lot of time talking about what being stuck looks like. So let's kind of talk about some scripture because I had a few um that I yes. that worked for me when I feel stuck. I have to remember okay. Romans twelve and twelve. It talks about renewing your mind. You gotta feed new um you gotta feed good thoughts. Quit taking the thoughts and the negativity of other people about who you are and what you've done and believe and trust in what God says. You know, refuse those negative yes. thoughts. You know, you can also use Corinthians, uh, I think it's Second Corinthians 10 and 5. You refuse those negative thoughts. You don't have to accept them. Yeah, you, you know, know what, and that's so true. Cool. Your truth is that you're an overcomer. That's right, Loretta. And you know you and I don't talk ahead of time to decide what scriptures we want to use, but it's so interesting because my scripture that I want to base things on today that I pulled out was Isaiah 55, 9, where it says, For just as, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And I really believe wow. that God wants to benefit our lives, and he has an opinion, and his thoughts are higher than ours. He's so much smarter than us, and his wisdom exceeds <laughs> all the wisdom this world has to offer. So so we have a great interest in finding out what his opinion is, especially when it comes to priority. Because I think that we are so um, looking after the urgent that we're not taking care of the important. We are Ooh. taking care of the urgent instead of taking care of what's important. You know what, and, uh, that's what a friend says about me. He says, Loretta, you will trip over an anthill, but you will kick butt on a mountain. And I was like, you know, what are you saying? Because the little what does things will just throw me off, but give me a huge yeah. problem. I'm at my best at solving those, and, you know, I can handle that. But little stuff, and it got to the point almost when I was just better at being um, minimally unhappy yeah. Because that was my comfort zone. I didn't want to try to do too much because I was, uh, and I, I know a lot have done these talks before, and a lot of women relate to that. And it takes bravery to admit to admit that that you'd rather yeah. you know this 
you know this side, but what, what, do you, what, what do you mean unspeakable joy and um, yeah. a peace that surpasses understanding? Mm-hmm. I know this pain. I'm comfortable here, so I don't need anything else. But, That's it. Um, you can be down, but you're not out. You know, there's this song I love on Caleb. I don't know who sings it again. I don't know the name of it, but it's on Caleb, and it talks about being an overcomer. And mm-hmm. they said, um, you're not going under. You know, and the Bible tells you, you can go through the deep sea, but you will not drown. You can walk through fire and not be burned. Mm -hmm. And not trying to make this, like, over-fanatically religious, but these are principles that work for the believer and unbeliever. If you replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts, which, you know, we send the word, renew your mind, Mm -hmm. then it works for anybody. It works for anybody. And you have to know. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. And you can read, and, and just the thoughts, and and, and, then, and we're also talking about replacing the fake energy with the real energy, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the same concept. It's replacing with God's opinion. God has a point. He has your best interest in mind, you know. And um, I also wanted to talk about fake rest and real rest because, mm, yes. um, is that okay? Because we talked about yes. We want to talk about priorities and not in dealing with the important, and it's important to find rest. Rest is an absolute spiritual exercise. Rest is part of being the kingdom. You know, it's that Sabbath rest once a week. All those things that God talks about rest, it is important to bring rest to our bodies. And our fake rest, are you ready for our fake rest? Yes. It's sleeping I think we pills. talked about it. Yeah, sleeping. This is now we talk about fake energy, but this is fake rest. Watching TV. You know when you've had a big day and you just all you want to do is just sit and watch TV. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's wrong. I do it. I'm not. You know, I do it sometimes, but I think it can kind of overwhelm us. And we think yeah. we're finding rest there, but it's fake rest. And using painkillers and sleeping pills. Right, that's why I meant over- when I said we talked about yes, it. We talked that's about true. sleeping we did pills, the fake rest. Fake rest. That's, That's not right. a natural state of going to That's sleep. It's fake. So true. It's fake. It's it's not the rest of the Lord. And overeating. Some of us overeat when we need rest. Mm-hmm. And alcohol, like drink that glass. You know, just make sure that the and then you start getting addicted to that too. Like we're so prone to be addicted to whatever we start doing. I mean, I I didn't think I was going to get addicted to the little blue sleeping pills. I really didn't. But they just felt so good to have a long sleep, you know, so I went, oh, I'll do it again, oh, I'll do it again, you know, and so this is the fake rest, but let's talk about what real rest is. Because people think if it's not like an alcoholic addiction or a drug addiction or a sexual addiction, that is okay, but it is just as bad on your um, psyche and in your body as though an addiction is an addiction, you know, like overeating, if you just overeat for the sake of eating and for comfort, then that's an yes. addiction because food was not to was not meant for that. Food is meant mm-hmm. to serve a purpose, you know, so that you don't starve, but not to comfort you. And I'm guilty and of that. I've done that many me times. Me too. Oh, are many you kidding? times, many years. Are you kidding? <laughs> me too. We've had seasons. We've had seasons. But, you know, that is not rest. That is just numbing yourself. I want to talk about the difference between resting and just numbing your senses and numbing your body and numbing your life. And that's very different than rest. And I think that we try and numb our ourselves rather than find rest. And um, mm-hmm. tr- true rest 
is uh, meditating on scripture. And and the way I do that often is just by memorizing scripture, just sitting and memorizing scripture and sleep and actual sleeping, taking naps during the day, being aware of when you need a break in the day and make forcing yourself to stop working. That's really hard for me, Loretta, to force myself when there's still tons of things on my list to do. Yeah. But that's true rest rather than just numbing. And I believe that the Holy Spirit in his love for us wants to journey us to a place of true rest and true energy. And so I just really want to pray for um, our listeners today to get inspired and motivated that God wants to just almost like shake us up a little bit to not (laughs) live with the pain and live with the craziness, live with the clutter that we have been. And that's why I'm so thankful again that you're doing this show and that you chose this topic. Yeah, I really didn't choose it. It came to me like it came to me like an hour before as they talk about this, and I could relate to it. So I felt like it was, you know, the spirit within yeah. me saying, "This is what we need to talk about because someone will be listening that needs to hear this." And I needed to hear this myself, although mm-hmm. because when we say we're unstuck, we're stuck. It looks so different depending on how you look at it and at different times in your life. It doesn't have to be to the point of just a a mental breakdown stuck. It can come to the point where you're just, you don't know what to do next, like in your career or uh, when you're trying to make a decision and you still hadn't fully committed to one way or the other. Then that's being stuck. That is Mm -hmm. stuck. You're avoiding something. So avoidance makes us stuck. Procrastination causes us to get stuck. And just being overwhelmed with the process of having to make that decision sometimes can, you know, cause us to get stuck and we do nothing. So it looks different. It doesn't always have to be so debilitating. No, it doesn't. And I'm glad you mentioned the word priorities because I don't think that we can – Um, get through this hour without talking about priorities and establishing priorities. Because remember I talked about um, concentrating on what's urgent rather than what's important. And I think that Mm -hmm. we need to write down, God, what is important to you for my life? And um, meditating on God's truth. And his heart is in a, in a good place. So getting practical about the priorities in a day, I, I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit, if that's okay. Um, I don't know if you ever heard the story about the time management professor. Like he was an expert in time management, and he used that object lesson of um, he had that big clear jar loaded to the top with large rocks, and he asked his class, is this jar full? And mm-hmm. what would you have said? Yep, yep, it's full. And then he took gravel and he managed to fit a whole bunch of gravel in there because it filled in the cracks between the rocks. And so the tricky guy said, okay, is it full? And everyone said, oh, definitely. And then he took sand and did it again. And by now they knew, you know, what was going to happen. So finally after the rocks, gravel, and sand had made the jar appear completely full, he brought out, are you ready for this, a pitcher of water. And poured water until every space was taken up. And then he asked the class, what is the lesson we learned from this? And one of the students said, no matter how full you think your day is, you can always fit in more. And the professor smiled and said, good attempt, but not the point. The lesson lies in always filling the jar with rocks first, then the gravel, then the sand, and then the water. Know what the rocks are, the most important things that God wants you to do in a day, and make sure you do those first, and then you can see how all the, you know, all the other things will fit in just as they are supposed to. 
And I think, Loretta, the rocks in our day are the ones we tend to procrastinate with. They're the ones where we don't want, we want to be in denial and not notice, you know, that maybe we need Mm -hmm. to do a salt cleanse. Maybe we need to, you know, take care of what we're eating. Maybe we need to detox. Maybe we need to meditate on on what the Lord wants us to do. And and those are, and they're also the challenging tasks, the ones that don't necessarily bring us joy. Yeah, things we really don't want to do, but they're necessity for us. Yes, yes, they're the challenging ones that don't bring a lot of joy. And, um, but the benefit of doing this is, is if we can do this, we can really guarantee that we're going to find rest in the right way because we'll stop procrastinating because I really think that that's, again, I always use the word rob, but I believe that procrastination can rob us from enjoying our day because don't you feel great, Loretta, when you do deal with the rocks, you know, the things that had to get that done? Oh, yeah. That you, yeah, yeah. and I really believe that God wants our dreams for success to be realized and I just, I just believe that if we can just think through, God, help me to deal with those rocks before and then just see the vision of what it feels like to have them done, then you can enjoy the rest of your day. I mean, you can't always do the rocks first thing in the morning. That's not what I mean. But actually do the rocks first, those things you don't want to do. Or else you just, yeah. you know, none of us get to just live happy-go-lucky dancing all over the place playing games. You know, we do have to do stuff we don't feel like. That's absolutely right. Whether you like, are a you Christian hear, you or a believer, you still have yeah. to do those things that you want to, you don't want to do. Do you want to hear life. my true confession? Do you want to hear my true confession? Yes, go ahead. Okay, income tax. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I. Who wants to deal with that? Like I know, seriously. Right? <laughs> Like I this year and, and, and I'm Canadian and US and so I it's confusing. Nobody knows what to do with me because I, I work in Canada, I work in the States. No one in Canada or US knows how to do our income tax. I'm serious. So this year I just didn't do it. I'm telling you the truth. I did not do my US or my Canada and I said I'll just deal with this when I'm ready to do it right because I don't know what I'm doing and I can't find an accountant. And about two months ago I just searched and searched and Googled and found somebody that who is an expert of doing cross-the-border, you know, income tax, and I just Ooh. sent her everything she needed. Last week she needed all these numbers. You know what, how fun it was to look through my house through receipts and papers and give her numbers and add them up with my calculator? That was not fun, Loretta. But let me tell you <laughs> how I feel right now that that is done is like this Static feeling, like woo, like she. It is I all know, in her hands. Now that you've taken some rocks out of the jar, you can add I some know. fun stuff. So whatever the sand oh. or the water is fun stuff, so you can add something in there since you don't have a huge rock taking up all the space. And that's how you have to look at it because we all have priorities. True. We all have, especially grown-ups, we have things that we have to take care of. And I think Denzel said it in the Great Debaters: we have to do the things that we don't want to do. So at some point, we can do the things we want to do. So do yes. the things you need to do so that you can do the things you want to do later. So and yes. mostly in that order. <laughs> most of the time. Exactly. Most of exactly. the time. One thing I wanted to also add to our conversation, because I'm so glad we're having this and I haven't seen any calls come through yet, but I'm like I said, I'm still having problems. So we're praying for Loretta gave me a laptop or iPad or something. But the phone number is three four seven five three nine five seven seven two three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. We have some amazing shows coming up tomorrow. We have a woman who owns her own entertainment. She is an artist. She works on the major artists. Is that your phone number? Three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. 
about her being back. So I think the law is Audrey in this conversation. So I'm glad I'm doing some announcements for you to take heed to if you'd like. Also, um, something is incredible is happening here. And this is, you know, a lot of incredible stuff happens. But um, for Soon God Church, they have done, they've been moving. We'll be out September the 5th at the Overton Square in Midtown. So I want to encourage everybody to please be supportive and go ahead and take advantage of going to see a movie that they did, and so I'll have more information on that, but you can go to Facebook and find Ricky Floyd, and he is talking about the movie on his Facebook page. So let's go out, let's make sure that they have a sellout night for their movie, because I'm just fascinated that another church, because, you know, churches have done movies before, and they've gone on to win awards. We even had um, one here with the grace card, and then, you know, Fireproof was done by Saddleback Church, I believe. So, you know, churches are back in the movie business, and I think that's pretty amazing. So we have that going on, and then my next live taping here in Memphis, Tennessee for the TV show is September 21st. You don't want to miss it. Three amazing shows we will be doing, and Audrey's coming back. And Audrey said it was my phone, but it was Audrey's phone. <laughs> <laughs> I dealt with it. Can you hear me now? Is that I dealt with that wrong. Yes, I told you I was feeling. But anyway, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop you from talking while I did my announcement, so I just made it seem like we were having technical. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, my announcements are done, and you're back, and we have about 10 more minutes left in the show, so we're talking about how to get unstuck and get recharged. So we talked about what you know, causes us to get stuck, what it looks like when we're stuck, some things we can do, like, you know, our health is super uber important when it comes to mm-hmm. just having a great life because you can have all the money in the world, but if you are mm-hmm. sick, you can't enjoy it. So make sure we do better, and we'll share things that have worked with us, and, of course, sometimes we'll have some medical facts that we can share uh, with you guys to help you become more healthy and fit because, you know, even from the White House to um, the boardrooms, everybody's talking about, you know, being healthy, being healthy. So we want to make sure we do our part as well. Okay. And I just wanted to um, – I, I want to revamp on that salt cleanse and just remind everyone. I'm actually not reminding everyone. I'm double-dog daring everyone to do that, by the way. <laughs> because right. it's, it's a great yeah. <laughs> And we said we can do the one day because I know I can do the one day. <laughs> Well, you know, I was I had to because I was dealing with some some serious pain issues, you know, with my yeah. inflammation again. And so, I, I mean, it's 10 days today that I did it, and I feel so great, and I'm so glad that I did. So, you know, you have to wake up early, obviously, in order to do it. So yeah. I wanted to re- yeah. just recap on that just for anyone who missed it. They can go back online and watch and listen, I mean, and listen to what we talked about with the salt cleanse. But then I also want to just go back to the procrastination thing because I think that sometimes um, we just are all naturally better at some things than others. But I really want to encourage people that they can change. Even though you have a bend towards certain things, like I don't have a bend towards doing like income tax. So anything to do with accounting or paying bills or all kind of that kind of stuff, you know, it's just not my natural bend. But I just really believe that people can can learn like I can learn if I can Mm -hmm. learn Mm -hmm. and I can find someone to do my income tax then I'm just encouraging everyone just take the bull by the horn because you will feel so good after you will feel so good after and then just notice confessing my band is um sales I'm not good at sales 
And so I have to get it done, and I have to find some people to help do it. But I believe until I you, okay, do it first. Okay, I didn't first, you. What, good, what did you say? I said I'm mine sorry. is sales, the thing that I don't want to do that is very necessary, and that is to yeah. do sell for the show, you know, sell advertising time, that kind of thing. And oh. it's critical to my business. So right. I have to but do it. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know <laughs> you're good at it. Thing. You're Isn't really it good at it. You want to do it, send me an email yes. or hit me up on Facebook. Isn't it so crazy? My daughter and I were just talking about that because she works at Nordstrom. She's a, a personal shopper girl, and she's supposed to make her um, phone calls. She goes, Mom, mm-hmm. I'm good at the phone calls. I'm, I I know that I can do it. I know they'll be happy to hear from me. But for some reason, there's resistance, and it's so hard for me to actually pick up that phone and do what I need to do. And so I think that we should just have rewards. I think that we should have a great big cream puff sitting right there. <laughs> And after this, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you know what? Before we I'll go, though, I want you to offer a prayer on that for me. So whatever the stronghold is for me and your daughter, and I'm sure there are countless yes. other women who are listening because it's critical in business. You got to create revenue to stay yes. in business. You yes. don't want to um, just barely get by and you know have a good month and then don't. You got to take control. And since Tuesday mm-hmm. is our take control, taking back, taking charge day. I am, yep. when I finish talking to you at some point in today, I'm going to make a sales call. How about that? That's right. That's going to be a rock for, for you. That's what's <laughs> going to be the rock for you. And, and right, you're going to deal with that rock. You're going to make at least it, one when call. You said, gonna... When you first mentioned the rocks, and I'd heard that um, uh, story before, and I identified yeah. it, it is a, that is my rock, and it's several of yeah. them. It, it takes up yeah. several rocks. <laughs> But you're you're brave enough and you're courageous enough to notice what your rocks are. The very way we started this program was to notice. So you have noticed. You're not pretending. You're not in denial. That is my rock. I've identified it. I'm not going to pretend it's not there. But now, Lord, that I've noticed it, help me to get to the root of the issue of why it is that I procrastinate. What is it in me? So that's how I'm going to pray for you and for everyone listening today. Because we don't want to just deal with behavior modification. We want to have heart transformation. We don't want to just behave and be strong-willed and try really hard and reward ourselves. Like Those things are all good. But we essentially want it to be effortless. And the only way it becomes effortless is when we deal with what it is in our heart, whatever that is. So usually it's fear. So, Lord mm-hmm. Jesus, I pray right now for Loretta, for the viewers, and for myself, whatever fear it is that is binding us from, from, that's making us procrastinate or avoid anything, Lord, I pray that you'll identify what that fear is. And I thank you, Lord, that Loretta deserves, the viewers deserve to enjoy the prosperity and the the, um, the success that you have planned them to be. You have called Loretta to be a daughter of the king, to put her in, in places of royalty, to promote her and to give her the funds that she needs to, fu- to, to fund her vision. And I pray you'll give her wisdom in every way, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that um, that that whatever any fear that it is that is binding her or, or the viewers listening, that maybe it won't work or maybe it won't she'll be rejected or she maybe she doesn't deserve this. I just come against that fear and I pray that you'll instill your value and your worth and your identity into her. That that is who she is and she is going to be a magnet 
to people wanting to advertise or wanting whatever it is that she needs. Lord, I pray that she'll be a magnet to that because that is who she is and that you are her provider in every way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, Father God, I come to you on behalf of my darling sister in the name of Jesus. Lord, whatever unanswered prayer she's been praying and expecting, Lord, may be manifested today, and we'll give you the glory and honor because you love her that much. She's the apple of your eye, and no father would deny a good thing to his daughter, and you are better than any father we know. So we thank you, and we have it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) This is way too fun You know, and I just got to thank, you know, the listeners again Because I I haven't gotten over I'm still just like when I first heard that that we're we're in the top 300 of the top shows on Blog Talk Radio Which is the largest online radio network in the world And we are in the top 300 favorite shows That is just incredible isn't it? <laughs> well, this show is going to go viral once we start getting everyone moving to the bathroom and getting unstuck. <laughs> it's going to get viral. And please reach out to us. Um, you can find Audrey on Facebook as well, and I'm on there at Loretta McNary, Roman numeral 2. And um, my email is Loretta at Loretta McNary. Dot com. Always like the Blog Talk link, too, because they're saying we need to get people to follow this show. So please follow the show mm. on Blog Talk. It adds up and rewards are being given out some kind of way. But I'm just so glad that they like what we're doing because it's unscripted. It's probably different from any other radio show because we don't have producers that say, don't obvious. say that and you can't say that. And But, you know, we just go with the flow of it, and we give God the glory and the honor without being Thank fanatical you, about Jesus. it. And we have real conversations. I mean, real yes. to the point that it's not scripted. It's just flowing as you hear it, it's being, as it's being <laughs> said, and you're hearing it. It hasn't been pre-thought about. We're just talking. We're just no. sharing like girlfriends do. So we're just excited that people love this kind of format, and um, we mm-hmm. just look forward to more and more callers, and eventually you guys will stop laughing and pick up the phone and join in the conversation, but <laughs> I know you're listening, because that's how we got to be, you know, in the top 300 out of 15,000, so yes. I want to say thank you. I love it, and so I we love have less than a minute, Audrey, any closing words? Well, I'm just so thankful that we're all Jesus girls. I just really want to include the listener right now because I know that you're part of exactly everything we're talking about, and you can relate and have so much to share. So today, why don't you go ahead and share with someone what you've learned today and then really just Say the word to God, yes, like we talked about last week. You know what, Lord? Yes, I want to go ahead and do what's important rather than what's urgent because I want to get unstuck and I want to be revived in the energy of the Holy Spirit. So thank you, God, that you have an opinion. Those are my closing words. <laughs> and just to piggyback off what you said, I want to remind everybody that God is bigger than anything in your life, and he is more interested in our character than our comfort. That's why things have to happen and why we get stuck sometimes so that our character can be revealed and also our faith and trust in him. So that's what it's about for me is just learning to trust him in every every area of my life. I found that some areas I kind of tend to, you know, covet, but I'm praying God to forgive me of that sin and to be in control of every area. So I uh, thank you all so much for listening, Audrey. I love you and thank you so I much love for coming this show with me. Oh, I can't As wait always, for September. Positive. Yes. Dream big dreams. Help someone along the way, and we'll see you all very soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Bye-bye.